Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Right? Well, today's topic is routines. Routines. And I'm going to be sharing with you seven routines you won't regret when it comes to losing weight on Dirty Lazy Keto. And I'm going to give you examples to go with these fun routines and lots of fun patented Stephanie Laska show and tell items. Because I like to rip my whole house apart and bring it all here in the office to show you. Because I think it helps to learn when you see something, right? Makes it more memorable. Um, so what are routines? What am I talking about here? Routines, the way I'm using this expression, are just commonplace procedures. So these are things that you just do without thinking, right? Like brush your teeth, put on deodorant, I don't know, make the bed in the morning. Those are little things that you just do, right? You don't think about it. You don't stress about it. You don't wonder about it. You don't research it. Just do it. Um, but here's the deal. When it comes to routines and weight loss, that is a really, really impactful strategy to make sure you are staying on track. And what I mean by that is that routines are, in my experience, extremely reliable. Reliable. I feel like you can trust a routine more than you can, let's say, motivation, right? Or willpower, because we all know that when it comes to motivation and willpower, depends on the time of day, your mood, the weather, you know, what the scale said. There's all sorts of things that can really mess you up in your head. But if you have really great routines down that you just do without thinking, like we talked about, like making the bed, brushing your teeth. If you have those kind of um, routines in terms of your weight loss strategy, dang, that's when you go on autopilot and you become very successful even when it's times of stress or bad times, right? Because those tend to be the ones that challenge us the most. You can rely on the routines when you're like totally freaking out about something else in your life. I really think uh, routines are important because they give you a sense of momentum. Um, really, when you make your bed in the morning, I hate to use that simple analogy, but it's like one little thing you've done right in the day and it kind of pushes you in the direction to do more good things, to take care of yourself and just be a, a good human being, right? Well, I feel like weight loss routines are similar to that in that it gives you a little momentum. It gets you moving. You think to yourself, well, I already did this, exercise, ate a vegetable, drank water, whatever. You're just more likely to keep going. So they're powerful strategies and they're proven. These are the strategies, the ones I'm going to share with you today. I have seven routines that I want to reveal um, from my own personal life. And these are the routines that helped me to lose 140 pounds. I know, right? 140 pounds. But even more important than that, because I know a lot of people have lost a lot of weight, but I have kept this weight off now for almost a decade. And I think that can be unusual. I think a lot of people, you know, you listening, some of you guys might identify, me included, like in our whole lives, we've been up and down and blah, 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 blah. And it's stressful, right? Well, I want to share with you the strategies, the routines that really helped me keep this weight off so it didn't come back because I don't want that to happen to you too. Are we excited? 
Okay, I've got seven, so I better get started. The first one. You know I love my, my cheesy show and tells because it's fun. The first one I have, I'm sleeping here, is number one is I dream about dinner. Okay, here I am dreaming. I'm on my pillow. Ah, and I call this routine dreaming about dinner because I like to decide tomorrow's dinner before I go to sleep at night. I know, apparently I have issues with food. I really like to eat. Don't judge. But I think that if I'm getting ready to go to bed and I think, okay, what am I going to have for dinner? I don't know. Maybe I'll have turkey burgers. I pull them out of the freezer. I set them on the counter. I start going through, seeing what else I might need to put dinner together for the family. Then I'm more likely to be successful the next day. Wouldn't you agree? I'm curious how many of you do this. Am I the only one? How many of you guys pull out meat or think about dinner before you go to sleep and kind of make a plan? Like even if it's a tentative plan, if you do that, put it in the comments or just give me a thumbs up so I know that you agree. Um, and then explain, tell me a little bit more about what it is you do at your house. But I think it's really helpful to get the ingredients together, make a shopping list. I might figure out, oh, my kids probably want, you know, buns for their turkey burgers. So I might pick some up at the store or I might say, I don't want those, but I want cheese and make sure I have cheese for that. You know what I mean? I have a list. I'm ready to go. Now, let's say when I'm dreaming about dinner, I don't feel like cooking. That's okay, too. Then I might make a plan for what I'm going to do in terms of takeout. I might think about, am I going to have it delivered? Am I going to go to a restaurant? What am I going to order? I think ahead and I dream about my dinner. I'm being kind of, you know, funny here. But really, I dream about my dinner and I make a plan then I'm more likely to stick with it. I find that that's a very successful strategy for keeping the weight off and losing weight in general. So I'm curious what you think about that strategy. Number two, because we've got seven. I call this one, this uh, routine, my protein punch. I got my punching bag, right? Protein punch, the one, two, the one, two. Okay, I hope you're laughing because I'm crazy all by myself in my office. This is called the protein punch. And one of the strategies that I do to make sure that I am having a good routine with my weight loss is I look at every plate that I eat and I make sure there's a little bit of protein on it. Little punch, not a lot. This isn't Atkins, but I do make sure there's some kind of protein. It doesn't need to be all fancy. You don't have to be like grilling fish and getting, you know, line caught salmon. No, you could have some hard boiled eggs, put it on top of your meal or on the side if you're having breakfast. You know, you can even be all dirty keto about it. Get some little Smokies, some lunch meat. I mean, why not? You don't have to be perfect. The point is that every meal, pack a little bit of protein. That way you stay fuller for longer. Simple, right? So I'm curious what protein you use most often. Tell me in the comments. Tell me I'm not the only one eating little Smokies. Seriously, though, what is, what is it that you tend to eat most often at meals? Is it eggs? Is it chicken? Bacon? I don't know. Tell us in the comments and we can all kind of get some ideas from each other because I think it's helpful in the keto community, you know, to open up a little bit and let everybody know what you're doing because you're smart, too. Uh, number three, this is one of my weight loss routines that I think is awesome, is I have a plan for bread. No, I did not say pan. I said plan. 
<laughs> right? So I'm showing you this as like a little joke. I know I'm terrible. Terrible jokes. Um, but seriously, having a plan when it comes to bread is an important part of losing weight on dirty, lazy keto. I don't think it's something you can just let happen willy-nilly, right? You don't want to just be all, oh gosh, I'm having breakfast. What do I do? And then you're caught off guard. For me, I like to rely on a plan. I think about it ahead of time and I stick to my plan. It's a routine. And that way there's no stress. There's no anxiety. I'm not like, oh, should I have this? Should I not? You know, what should I do? There's no like anguish. And I'm not like in line at the drive-thru like, oh my gosh, what should I order? Oh, what should I have for breakfast? Like that kind of stress and anguish, it really can set you down the wrong path. Next thing you know, you're making excuses to yourself. You're like, oh, just this once. And oh, I couldn't help it. And you're coming up with all sorts of disastrous things to take yourself down the... Instead, you want to have a plan in place. Okay. So first of all, think about what breads are most important to you. This is what I mean by make a plan. So tell me what bread is most important to you. Like you can tell me in the comments. Don't be shy. Like a lot of people might say, I don't know, tortillas, for example. I hear that one a lot. So if tortillas are most important to you and that's the bread that you just can't live without, then make a plan. What are you going to do? Are you going to make your own tortillas from scratch using like a low carb recipe? Are you going to buy a low carb tortilla at the store and have that on hand? Are you going to bring it to restaurants? Is it that important to you? I know some people do. They're all sneaking it under the table at a Mexican restaurant. You can do that. You have to do you. Whatever is most important. Now, another popular one is the bread, right? People are like, oh, I have to have my toast. I have to have my toast. Okay, calm down. If toast is the most important thing to you and you are willing to pay whatever this costs and drive in circles all around town to buy this crazy bread. Look at mine, it was on sale. <laughs> I bought it just to show you guys. I didn't even eat it. I just wanted to have this on hand as a show and tell because it is so important to some people. So if it's important to you, bread, sandwiches, toast, whatever, make a plan, decide what you're going to do, either buy a commercial alternative or figure out what you're going to do to make a substitute. Okay. Now for me, keto bread is not important to me. I don't want to pay, you know, $7 a loaf and be at like Aldi or one of these stores and waiting in big lines and stress that it's not open and not there and they're sold out. I don't want to deal with that. So for me, I tend to just use lettuce leaves or some kind of vegetable alternative. Now that didn't happen overnight. There's some recipes that I do like to make a low carb substitute version and that's okay too, but I'm not doing that all the time for everything. Cause can you imagine? I would be so overwhelmed cooking nonstop. So make a plan, figure out the things that are actually, you know, most important to you. Um, I'm gonna give you an example. This is from the new Dirty Lazy Keto five ingredient cookbook. And there's a great recipe in here for English muffins. This is on page 110. Okay. I know, right? They're so cute. So easy to make. So for some people having a little bit of toast or an English muffin in the morning, a bagel, that's really important. So if you want to learn how to make it, freeze them ahead of time, keep them on hand in your fridge, make them once a week. That way you have those recipes on hand. You know how to do it. It's simple. It's stress-free. That's the real deal when it comes to bread. I'm curious what your bread is though. Tell me in the comments. 
because I think we can all maybe learn from each other what it is you're doing when it comes to bread. You ready for number four? Are we going too fast? I decided to cut down my list because sometimes I do 10 and then I'm, it's too many. I'm trying to do seven today. Next up, I want to talk about, and resituating here, I want to talk about being a pack mule, okay? That's um, my routine number four, is to be a pack mule for yourself. I was going to show you my eating backpack for the movies, but I'm like, I need to save that. That's going to need its own episode. I'm serious about my eating at movie theaters. So instead, I'm bringing out a cute little tote bag, a Dirty Lazy Keto tote. And what I mean by be a pack mule is that wherever you go, um, you're going to work, you're going on an outing, you're going shopping, you're going in the car, you're going on a walk. I don't know. Wherever you're going, bring things to be successful. That is one of my strategies. It's one of my mantras. And, you know, I used to be kind of embarrassed about it. I remember I was at the flea market one time with my best friend and we were shopping and I was reaching in my purse to pay for something, pull out money, and I pulled out a chicken breast and a Ziploc. She thought that was so funny. She's like, who is this? Who has a chicken leg in their purse? And I'm like, hey, I'm prepared. <laughs> I am not going down the path of a churro today. I have my chicken in my purse. She thought that was hysterical. So don't be embarrassed. Bring what you need to be successful no matter where it is you're going. And if you do that, I'm curious what it is you're putting in your purse. Because I bet what's in your bag or your purse or backpack is different from what I have. I'll show you a few things I like to bring in my little pack mule situation. I love olives. Um, you can buy them in little tiny packets like to go. Uh, maybe for my desk at work, I might bring canned tuna or canned chicken. And that's something you can keep in the car too. I'm going to, of course, bring some sliced um, fresh vegetables. I love cucumbers or celery, um, everything really, bell peppers, anything that travels well. I don't like broccoli. I think it stinks when it heats up in my car. So I don't really bring that as much. And for some reason, cauliflower gets kind of moldy quickly, but I still love it. I always have lots of gum, sugar-free gum that I eat with wild abandon. I know, but I do have great teeth. No cavities. Um, nut butter is a great one. You can buy these in individual sized portion. It doesn't have to be like a tub of peanut butter. Although if it was at your desk at work, you could do that. I always like to bring low carb, um, protein bars. I keep a box wherever I am. Seriously, wherever I have them in suitcases, I'm in the car in the glove compartment in my purse, um, in my wherever, you know, at work. The reason why I'm not going to eat them every day, and I don't really care if they melt to death, you know, and they're all disgusting. But if I get in a situation where I'm hangry, I like to know it's there. And I'm willing to eat like a two-year-old protein bar if necessary. <laughs> That's really attractive, but I will do it. Um, I'm always carrying nuts with me. Um, peanuts are great, low in carb, and they're so inexpensive. And there's all sorts of other fun little things you can keep, like um, pepperoni bites or pepperoni slices. So I don't know, what do you put in your backpack or in your purse? I'm curious, please tell us in the comments. Maybe you'll give us some new ideas. Um, and if you think you might enjoy having a Dirty Lazy Keto tote bag, if you don't have one already, please put it in the comments and I will um, pick somebody to give this away.
So if you don't have one and you'd like one, put it in the comments and then I'll pick a lucky person at random um, to enjoy a fun free red tote bag. I'll mail it to you. What else? Let's go to number five. I'm doing so good today. I'm right on track. Number five. This is a routine that I have. And this one will be a little bit funny, I hope. Um, this is number five in terms of routines that I think are really effective for weight loss on Dirty Lazy Keto. This is what's helped me. I like to pretend to be a cactus. I transform myself. I think about cactuses. Be a cactus. And the reason why I'm saying be a cactus is because cactuses, I think, I'm maybe I'm wrong here, but they have like water inside of them, right? They're out in the desert. Doesn't matter if it's raining, you know, doesn't matter what the weather's like or puddles or someone with a hose. They are self-sufficient. So I think about that too. Wherever I go, I am bringing some kind of hydration solution with me. I do it all the time. I don't even go to the mailbox, walk the dog, go to the school, do a podcast without having a drink with me. It's just a habit. It's a routine. I don't think about it. That's the key. It's automatic. This is in a plastic bag so it doesn't poke me because it's very pokey. My husband was so mad that I cut this off one of our cactuses. <laughs> He's like, now you have to plant it. But it really works. And just as a reminder, when I'm talking about water, it doesn't have to be like water, water, right? Like boring water. You can do whatever waters you like. If you're into sparkling stuff or Kool-Aid flavored or whatever. I have a whole podcast on that hydration. But basically, you know, the fruity flavors, anything that you are drinking to help yourself during ketosis and weight loss is a great routine. Remember, it cannot be caffeinated or alcoholic to count in terms of your hydration. I know, so lame. You can still have your caffeine, don't get me wrong. You can still have your alcohol, go for it. However, make sure that when it comes to hydration for a routine, you wanna make sure that you are treating yourself like a cactus, drinking boatloads of water all day long, right? Because that's how you lose weight. You're like all full of water. <laughs> and it helps digestion and your skin. And it also replaces all of the fluids that are lost during ketosis. It's true. So if you are doing good with water, please tell us in the comments what it is you're doing that's helping you, because I know for a lot of people that's a big challenge. So tell us what trick you might have figured out. Number six, I'm getting out the gong, people. Here it comes. Oh. Leaning in. Number six is a mantra. Kind of like the, the monks, right? Oh. Oh. Number six is use fat. Use fat to make healthy food taste better. That is a mantra. I repeat it to myself. That is a routine that I have gotten myself into. It took some time to get there. Okay. At first I was just like you, like, oh, fat bombs are, oh, oh. Okay. Focus, mantra, routine. Use fat to make healthy food taste better. If you are Eating fat just to eat fat, that might be a problem because you end up gaining weight. Let's be real. Um, with Dirty Lazy Keto, just as a reminder, there are no fat goals. There's no percentages. Yeah, I don't play that game because it doesn't work. All you're doing is eating fat all day and you're irritated and you're gassy and you have diarrhea. It's not a good situation. Instead, use fat to make healthy food taste better. What I mean by that is like, for example, 
I don't know, use like ranch dressing and put it on some lettuce or some sliced vegetables. You see what I mean? You're using fat to make a healthy food taste better. Or maybe, you know, you're cooking up some dinner tonight. You're stir frying some bell peppers and some chicken. Fry them up in butter. It's going to make the food taste better. Use fat to make healthy food taste better as opposed to just eating fat for fat's sake. It really, really, really drive that one home. That is probably my gold star mantra. Double star, triple star. Because <laughs> it's really effective. It's a great routine to get into. And then last but not least, this is number seven, our final hack when it comes to routines that help with weight loss. Um, and this will make you laugh. I know. But vegetables before coffee. Crazy lady. Crazy lady, I know. Vegetables before coffee. What I mean by that, obviously not literally, but start your vegetables as early in the day as possible. It doesn't have to be before the coffee. But think about it. Like when you're having your coffee, start making plants for vegetables. And the reason why I say that is if you're eating delicious vegetables right from the get-go in the morning and you're making that a priority, like for example... Here's some beautiful um, steamed Brussels sprouts. If you're eating celery, you're eating Brussels sprouts, you're eating green beans, you're eating delicious low-carb veggies early in the morning, you will be fuller for longer and you'll have less space in your tummy for eating like delicious keto snacks later on. It's true. That combined with the water, it's genius. Like, for example, you know, and I'm not just talking about vegetables either. These are slow-burning carbs, but these have fat on them, right? So, like, here's my lawn clipping salad from the first Dirty Lazy Keto Cookbook. And it's made with mayonnaise and vinegar and Splenda and shredded coleslaw mix. Simple. Um, Or my steamed uh, Brussels sprouts with butter. But I'm using fat to make healthy food taste better. And then number seven, I'm eating these early in the morning prioritizing this as a snack above all else before all those yummy little other things that want to come into our radar. I feel fuller for longer and I'm getting those health benefits sooner rather than later. Because we all know as the day goes on, you'll be like, I don't feel like it. Right? We all do that. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it at dinner. I'll do it after dinner. And then it never happens. But the health benefits of eating vegetables, you know, besides keeping us full, it'll help with your um, constitution keep the digestion going. It will physically stop you from eating more food if you have difficulty with an off switch, like I do. (laughs) It just makes me full and then I'm not hungry anymore, which rarely happens. I love to eat. And it also will give you all that great nutrition and, you know, health benefits, all the nutrients and vitamins, all the stuff that we know is good for us. You're getting it sooner in the day. It's very important. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. I know there's Those were seven of my personal strategies. Those are my routines that I've really relied on. And they're just tried and true. I do them without thinking. I don't stress about it. I don't think about it. Those are just my routines. And I feel like those seven routines are, you know, really the foundation of why I've been able to keep 140 pounds off now for almost a decade. So I bet you have some routines that you can share as well. I hope that if you enjoyed this, conversation. You'll share some of your routines as well. Give a thumbs up to the video. Okay. And I want you to leave your favorite takeaway. 
Tell us what you think you might do differently based on our conversation today. One carb at a time, right? It doesn't have to do, you don't have to do this all at once. Just make one little tiny change at a time. That's all you have to do. One little change at a time. Keep keep on little foot in front of the other. And then it all adds up. I believe in you guys. I know you can do it. I just wanted to say thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. This is a community, Dirty Lazy Keto. We have to help each other. We're in this together, my friends. It's not easy, is it? We got to support one another. So if you found today's video to be helpful, please give it a thumbs up, leave a comment, and then subscribe to the Dirty Lazy Keto YouTube channel. Turn on your notifications so you'll never miss an update. You can also find me on Instagram at Dirty Lazy Keto. And for more information about any of my support groups or any of my books, you can always go to DirtyLazyKeto.com for more information. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help. I know you can do it. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at DirtyLazyKeto.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars. Keto Superstars.